walk in. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's roll. Fireside Chat Episode 3, baby. Phil, thanks for coming, brother. Thanks for having me, man. Cheers. Cheers. I should have had you first instead of that guy, AJ. Making me follow AJ and Sal. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> You're fully worth it. What's going down? Not much, man. We got a nice little fall night for a fire. Fall is here. Last, fall is here. Last episode, I thought I was actually going to have a heart attack. Yeah. I don't know if people saw. I was you looked like, a little sweaty. I was sweating down my <laughs> face. I was like beet red. Yeah. It was yep. good, though. So, obviously, you saw the other two episodes. You know, we're all friendly with uh, AJ as well as Sal. Yep. So, you know what this is all about. Yeah. And uh, it was actually something I wanted to point out of how humble you are, and I, I think is great. When I reached out to you to say, hey, Phil, I'd love <laughs> to have you on Fireside Chats, you said something along the lines of, really? You really want me on there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what was that about? Where does that humility come from i don't know man you know i guess until i started thinking about it i was like you just had aj on you had sal on and i'm like how do i how do i fit in and then i start thinking about it and i'm like no i i bring a different uh dynamic to it absolutely you know, from a different end um and i i thought those guys both had awesome interviews yeah. and you had great questions for all of them too which is great so um it's a little easier when you know you guys yeah yeah, and then, you know, like I said, once I started thinking about it, I was like, no, nah, I, I can definitely, you know, bring something in here. So so how long have we known each other now? You were playing basketball in my backyard in, shit, I guess that was mid-90s, yeah. right? So I lived in Lake Riviera until 2000, so probably like 95, something like that. I, Elementary school, early on. Yeah, and at the time, your dad's business which you've been working in since you were, what, 14 years old? Eight. Eight? Wow. <laughs> yeah, eight Your years dad old. really I was doing demo stuff early. at eight years old. Yeah, man. <clears throat> His shop was right behind the house. Yeah, yeah. The basketball hoop was right next to the building, remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And yep. how long has your dad's business now been in place? Uh, 36 years. 36 years, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And yeah. what exactly do you guys do? I know that you do cabinets. Um, I know you've worked with some of these big brands like Jersey Mike's and Bubba Coos and Boss Cobbs and Dick's. What do you exactly do? So we do custom millwork. So that is uh, custom cabinetry for corporate spaces, medical spaces. Uh, for Jersey Mike's, we're doing cabinetry, countertops. Um, and then in like the Boss Cobbs of the world, we're doing store fixtures. Um, and again, they're all custom units, but um, production as well. So we're, we're a high production shop, but custom. Um, so very high quality. Uh, we utilize all types of different materials. We're on the cutting edge of technology. So um, we're able to do big rollouts like that. And then we can do high-end custom kitchens, you know, at the same time. So we're, the name is what it is, diversified fixture. And, and we are diversified in what we do. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty impressive to me when you had all these warehouse businesses leaving the U.S., you guys have a father-son team right here in Lakewood Industrial Park with what, your warehouse is what, 20,000 square feet? Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's a pretty large warehouse. Yeah. You're yeah. running a pretty big operation. Yep, yeah, we built it, we own the building, uh, we own the land there, so um, we own all our equipment, you know, so it's, uh, it's state-of-the-art facility for sure. 
So one of the things that I wanted to bring you on about is we hear a lot from the ages of the world who is an acupuncturist who has the ability to grow any brand that he puts his mind to. He did a little bit of the online business. You're the blue collar guy who's doing exceptionally well. And I think that our country as a whole has gotten away from that a little bit. I know everybody right now due to the pandemic is struggling with getting employees. But it seemed to me for the last 10, 15 years, I have a lot of contractors as clients that they've always struggled to get some skilled labor in their, in their fields. And you're going out there and you're bidding these jobs. So you and I have talked about a job recently. We don't have to say the name of it, but you know, million dollar job, you're going in for a very large hospitalization system locally, and you're trying to figure out these plans, how you're going to you know, run this at your shop, how it's going to make you guys efficient to make sure that you're profitable, as well as making sure that you win the bid. That's pretty impressive to me. I don't think that many people understand how to do that. Can you elaborate a little bit more on how that process goes? Yeah, so there was a lot to that. So the finding employees is obviously a struggle. It's been a long time struggle for us because we, we're looking for skilled labor, um, you know, and just there's a complete labor shortage, especially now. Um, we've never seen it this bad, but it's always been bad. Um, we're fortunate because we have a crew of about 25 guys that a lot of whom have been with us for a long time. And, and um, I personally take a lot of value in that um, and pride. You know, like I, I really respect the guys that work for us. Um, I appreciate them. And, um, you know, I hope they know that because they're very valuable to us. Um, and well, we did a Costco run as a family, the four <laughs> yeah. of us with the kids yeah. a couple weeks ago, and you're grabbing all this coffee and yeah. random stuff for the office. I'm yep. like, Phil, you don't drink coffee. You said it's for the guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's what I love about you. Yeah, it's just little stuff like that, you know, and, and something that um, my dad's always done, um, you know, and we all, we always butt heads, you know, through running jobs and whatnot, but um, at, this, at the end of the day, we're all on the same team, and everybody... Uh, you know, works very well together. And we have, there's, I mean, shit, there's hundreds of years of experience combined between everybody there. Um, so that's my, that's always my priority is making sure those guys know that, you know, we appreciate them. Uh, and I try not to let that slack. Yeah. Um, as far as putting all the bids and everything together, it's a lot, it's a lot of work. We go through a lot of, um, now that's years and years of experience yeah, to be able to yeah. build a job like that. Yeah, yeah, and we, you know, again, we're looking at it from how can we make this the most high quality product, but also profitable. And a lot of guys will sacrifice one for the other, and we don't do that. You know, we will, we will always give you the highest quality, the best service, um, but we're doing it efficiently as well. We're able to do that, whereas, you know, because of our machinery, because of our guys, our skill set. Um, your systems you guys have we have perfected. systems in place yeah we have systems in place and that's come from 36 years of doing this you know and and um and everybody's experience combined so um there are a lot of work to get these jobs these big jobs this, you know this uh you know three quarters of a million dollar job it's it's a it's a lot of work i have a lot of time into it uh, we all do um but it's worth it at but the end of the day they're worth it yeah they run nice we just did you know one phase of it and uh it's great you know? So what would you say to the guy out there who is like, or the girl that doesn't know the route they want to take? You know, college is you know, unaffordable, if not overpriced, in my opinion. 
you know, everybody's on Instagram and Facebook. They're driving their Lambos that they probably rent. And, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're slinging houses. or Looks good on Instagram, though. They're finance guys, or they're all these white-collar jobs. What would you say to that guy that's maybe on the fence that, what would you say to him to make him come into an industry like yours at Diversified Fixture? Dude, there's a lot. So I, I was not a school person. I, I hated school. I went to school and I fucked around with my friends. You know, you know, we all, we all did the same thing. I was well behaved, Phil. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and and it, was, it was just, it wasn't for me, you know, and I, and I knew that early on. Like, I just, I didn't like school. Um, I, I did some OCC, you know, some community college, and, and, but at the end of the day, like, I knew I wanted to work in the business, and I, and I truly did. You know, I, I saw um, the life that my dad was able to provide for our family, um, you know, single-income family f- for a long time, um, and I knew that I wanted to do that and I enjoyed it. I do enjoy the business, you know, like, you know, some days you're like, ah, fuck this, but it, it really, for the most part, it's enjoyable. Um, so I knew I wanted to do that. I knew school wasn't my route. Um, and I had a lot of people at the time, like when we were juniors and seniors in high school and they're like, you got to go to school, you got to go to school. And I was like, I don't want to go to school. You know, I went through going to look at schools and I'm like, first of all, I didn't have the grades to get into school. You know, it, it just... I didn't care about it. It wasn't my focus. And, um, Let me stop you right there, because I think about this to myself all the time. How did I have the intuition or wherewithal to think at a young age? Obviously, I'm not really great at school because they kicked me out, so yeah. I wasn't doing that well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I knew I didn't want to go force myself to sit in a classroom and have them teach me things that I didn't really have any interest in. Right. What, what do you think it was in you? Because at the time, you're still unsure of yourself. Like. Am I going to be successful? I'm seeing a majority of the people I know go off to school. What do you think was in you that allowed yourself to have the confidence to say, I'm going to go be successful in either my dad's business or something along this lines? I think it was very much I never agreed with the education system to this day. You know, I, I still don't agree with what they teach. I don't agree with how they teach it. I think a lot of it for guys like us it's it's pretty useless you know blanketed it's just it's just yeah it's a lot of bullshit and and you have to go through it and then you know when the college stuff was starting to come up I'm like all right this is cool I'm going to go to school and I'm going to learn about business and that's what I'm going to do and then it's like well no you have to go through two years of bullshit classes and I'm like you got to do science you know I'm not going to waste my money I'm not going to waste my parents money if they were going to contribute to it um and you know there was a lot of people like you're crazy you're not going to school I mean there was four or five of my core group of friends who we we were in the trades and we knew school wasn't our thing they went to Vogue. uh we went to i got out early to go to work my dad just picked me up from high school at 11 o'clock that and was I'd go to work. and it was you know it was great and circle back around four or five years later i'd run into these kids around town at wawa's and and wherever and they'd be begging me for a job after they just went and spent you know 150 yeah. 200k at a school and they, they still didn't know what the fuck they were going to do or if they could even do it, you know? So, um, I think there's a, a lot to be said for that. And I think there's a lot, uh, that these young kids coming up need to understand, like you can make a really good living in the trades and it's skills that are going to carry you through everything you do. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, when are you going to use biology if you're not a biologist? You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're a plumber, if you're an electrician, you, you can, provide for your family and, and take care of the house that you live in. And uh, the education I, system, we both have wives that are teachers. Yeah. So 
so we have to be careful to a certain degree. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Fuck yeah, yeah, I don't care either. <laughs> so, you know, coming up, I was, I was a kid who struggled with paying attention in school because, again, it didn't gain my interest. And I had teachers who would tell me that, you know, essentially you're not going to amount to anything. Right. Yep. And I used that as fuel. A lot of people <clears throat> said that to me in my life because I didn't want to buy into the brainwashing system of, all right, there's a thousand kids in a graduating class of a large school like Bricktown, 600 to 1,000, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, huge. You're all going to teach them essentially the same curriculum. Yep. How does that make sense? It does Everybody's mind works differently. Yeah. So I think because you have that indoctrination that comes down from whatever level of government that pushes it down into the states, I think that they all want us to be just in their world and in their system. And the people at a young age that don't do well in that, I have come to discover they are some of the most successful people. Yep, yep. And absolutely. I think that I want to get the message out there from guys like you and other people I have on this that it's okay if you're not doing well in the traditional route. Like, be okay with being the outsider. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I fully believe in it. I'm very passionate about yeah. it. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And, you know, we, we try to hire kids from the vocational programs and stuff, but they, they just don't, they, even that, they still don't do a great job of promoting this. Like, I've, I've offered, we're a local business, state-of-the-art factory. I will have kids come in on a class trip and give a company a factory tour and entice them. Like, hey, woodworking, custom cabinetry is not just working on old-school machinery in the vocational shop. Like, this is some real-world shit. And we're running a million dollars worth of equipment. You know, computers are programming these things. Like you can program a computer and work within this industry and they, they don't do it. You know, they just won't yeah, do it. And, and I don't know why, because I think it could be very beneficial to the kids and the programs that they're running. I think it's again, the system that's pushed. Like just system, you gotta yeah. go to college, you, yep. you, you, you gotta stay in school. Yep. And uh, you know, it's just not something I believe in, but we don't have to stay on that topic no. too long. No, you so, know, I, I, my, my, one of my lead engineers right now is actually, you know, was one of my best friends growing up, but we, he went to vocational school for cabinet, cabinet making. We hired him in 2003 when we were all juniors in, in high school. And he's been with us since then, you know, and he's, he's running a large part, part of the operation and he's doing fantastic at it. Actually, you, you know? can tell him that I'm met Phil. I'm mad at you, bro, because I want my built-ins made. All right, I know I'm small. <laughs> yeah, fry. we have to get on that. Yeah, this fall, this fall, this fall. Fall's here. We got to get going on fall, that. Fall fire, new built-ins, great Instagram yep. stories. Absolutely, yeah. So I want to jump into father-son team. I've been Sweet. around. I've been around. You know, some friends of mine, Chris Carbone and, and his dad, rest in peace, Mr. Carbone, ran the tile company uh, with their brother John as well. I've seen that dynamic. Um, I've seen many other clients and their their sons or, or, or moms and their daughters. Um, it can be extremely difficult at times. Yes, Tell us a little bit about the difficulties and then we'll get into the great stuff about it. So I, one of my things, and I, and I again, I knew this very early on. Uh, my dad used to wake me up at you know, six o'clock in the morning to go help him demo a, a, you know, a building that he owned or um, you know, sweep the shop, vacuum the machines when I was eight years old. You know? um, and at the time I was like, why the fuck are we doing this? You know, like I'm a kid. And, but it really instilled a, a great work, work ethic within myself. And, you know, if there's one thing I'm gonna pat myself on the back at, uh, for, it's I'm a hard fucking worker. You yeah, know? you were up I, till what, one o'clock? Yeah, you last know, I'm, weekend I'm, I'm doing I've bids. Been, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff at night because I really, 
can focus at night when I'm not interrupted. The phone's not ringing. I don't have people fucking crowding in my office. You're not doing sales. You're not bidding I'm not, jobs. I'm not worrying about anything except the stuff that I have to do. And, and it's really, you're a big proponent of working remotely. And, it, and it's really been great. Like, I've really been able to stay more current. I'm, I'm doing estimating, which I don't want to do. But I'm, I'm doing it because we're shorthanded right now. You know, so. Um, people looking for a job. The first five yeah, pictures. Yeah, we're hiring. We are hiring. They need a good, they need a good estimator. Yeah. Um, but so that he instilled a, a very strong work ethic within me uh, from an early age. Um, there's definitely challenges with it. You know, we butt heads. We have a different, uh, we have differing opinions sometimes. We're from a different generation. We're from a different generation, you know, and, and he's a very um, hard-nosed, everything is about work, you know, and I, being a hard worker, I still believe that there's different ways to go about it, you know, and, and kind of have a balance. Um, we were joking the other day, not to interrupt you, but we were talking about how can't you get any 15-year-olds to go work at Finn's, right? My friend Sean Pat owned Finn's. Yeah. It's very hard to get young kids to work or, or even a young kid to come in and intern in your shop. And I was joking. I was like, maybe because they're making more money off crypto yeah, on Reddit.com. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. But there was something about that generation and the generation before them that really knew how to just forge forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes I think they need to just do it for themselves, right? They need to show up to the shop, whether there's yeah. something to be built that day or not, or there's paperwork to be done that day or not. They need to go to the shop for their own mental thought process on work yeah and yeah. I, I don't believe in that no as, I as a different generation I, I think you could be more efficient and spend more time with your family yeah and that's that's the biggest you know out of out of all the things i do outside of work my 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 time with my family is the most important um i i appreciate them uh more than they'll ever know and i don't ever want I think to you know i don't want to ever say you know repeatedly that I can't go do this or I can't go do that. And my daughter's wondering why I'm working, you know, seven days a week all day long. Um, so cheers I, to you on that. Cause you spend a ton of time I, with I, your wife who I observe as your best friend and, yeah. and your beautiful daughter, Charlie. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's the best. And so I don't ever want to miss those things, you know? Um, and I have, but I have also no problem working till one o'clock in the morning to make sure that my shit's in order and I can be done with whatever I needed to do in those hours that I may miss uh, on a Saturday or Sunday, you know what I mean? So, but one of the, one of the biggest things I knew from very early on jumping back was that I didn't want to be the boss's son. I, I yeah. didn't want to just be the fucking kid who, who went there, got a paycheck, whatever size the paycheck was and did fucking nothing. And, and I think we all know a lot of those people. And I, I just knew that I did not want to do that. Like, so I, spent my summers working. I was running machine. I literally was running machines when I was 10 years old. Um, and I that's told- why it's super impressive to me. A lot of times you like just say things and this is why back to like, you didn't think you had value. The way you talk about these very large jobs and very large companies that you're working with and bidding on, like it just comes second nature to you. Sort yeah. of like me talking about money or tax or a certain financial vehicle. Yeah. It's kind of like I could do that in my sleep because I do it every day. But that's very impressive. Like all these things that you know, that's from essentially since what, you're eight years old, so how many years is that? Yeah, now? yeah, you 35, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a long time yeah. to, to know the industry that you're in and it's, it's very impressive what you do know and 
that is a kudos to your dad, whether it's good Absolutely. or bad. That, Absolutely. That's definitely. Listen, I, I said for a long time, uh, and I still do, you know, I, I, people would say, like, how's it working with dad? And I'd say, you know, I, I hope to have, you know, half of the knowledge that my dad had about uh, running a business like that, the business, like the, the stuff we do, construction, whatever it was. And, and I've been able to retain a lot of that stuff and, it, and again going back to like the education because that's what i'm interested in like i can do really good at things when i'm interested in them but when i'm not i'm like fuck it i don't yeah, care you know? check out um so that's definitely kudos to him and uh you know i would have liked to enjoy some more time off when i was a younger kid but you know it's it, you know it is what it is and you and, take it off later though yeah and and i and i i'm a big believer in that you just you cannot be the boss's son and people think oh they're like you know oh it's easy to take off no it's fucking the hardest thing in the world to take off when you're when when in my position anyway you know because they don't the older guys they don't think you should have time off you know it's yeah. like last it's week like you were trying work, to go work, fishing work. on that guy's 72 yeah, yeah. Viking. you know I, I i fish a lot and and it's it's a very uh time demanding hobby but it's very very important to me and not that work or my family isn't important you know it's just uh um uh, it's something that's very, it's a passion of mine. I love being out there, uh, but it's a big fucking time suck, you know? And, but I, I will bust my ass until one o'clock in the morning so that the next day I can go fishing. And a lot of times that's not seen, you know, people are like, oh, where's Phil? He's off again. Well, Phil worked till fucking, you know, one and thirty, yeah. two o'clock in the morning. So he could be off today. I think know? Sal and I, or AJ and I said this in the last time, you know, a lot of people, I think I was talking about me in the backyard. Oh, Ryan's hanging out in his backyard, working from home right, again. Yeah. Yeah. They don't actually see the work that you've put in, not only then, like in, in the here and now, but also, you know, the years prior. Yeah, Sal, Sal had a good point. You know, he, he busts his ass, you know, not only to make a good living for his family, but to have that freedom, you know, because it, it, can't, be, it can't be all one or the other, right? You, you have to have a balance. Um, and, you know, a lot of people don't get that, you know, and it's... It's, it's, it's definitely it's, a difficult thing. Yeah. So tell me something super difficult about your business right i want the show to be honest i want the show to tell me something that you feel is a big struggle in your business and then how you overcome that either mentally physically or or, or just finding a solution to the problem i think um i would say i don't know there's there's honestly so many different things that come into play but right now especially we're dealing with material shortages material increases um, that we've never, we've, we always had, uh, you know, increases on materials, um, but it would be 3% once a year. You know, we're, we're dealing with 20% within the last four to six months. And this months. thing is completely out of your control. Yeah, out of our control, out of our control. You know, things that we could always get, we can now no longer get, um, or we can't get it easily. Um, and when we're, when we're bidding on jobs, a lot of our competition, they could be guys that are working out of a, uh, a shed or a garage and we're running this big operation with a lot of overhead these guys are not taking into account the 20 percent increases the shortages um they just they, they just aren't they're wrapped up in 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 building a cabinet or building you know whatever they're building and, and they're not focusing on the business end of it so when we're bidding jobs right now we're, we should be at a 20 percent increase yeah, that's you know, super, just to cover our fucking cost yeah that's super frustrating and it's it's so frustrating you know so we're, we're still bidding jobs and having to cut down to what we were doing pre-March of 21, you know, and 
that's very frustrating um and the labor shortage is very frustrating you know um we have we're paying people to sit home and do fucking nothing right now you know it, it, not yeah. us the, well, well i guess all of us combined but well september know. at least in jersey they said i don't know they man. stopped it. it it's it's really crazy um murphy who's a billionaire who made money yeah off of everybody in the financial institution space he's uh now i guess a, a somewhat of a socialist yeah i don't know if that's political on <laughs> here i don't know but yeah it's okay but let's take a quick bourbon break we're back took a little little break today we're sponsored by high noons not really but hey you know what they should sponsor me because high noons and uh wcc we're going well watch that hey quiet in the peanut gallery over there right yes. so phil i got the director over here yeah director he should stick to sticking pins in people <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we talked briefly and we all jump around on the worst with it but we talked about the struggles with father-son team quickly go over the positives of working with family and all the great things that you have really learned from your dad we talked about worth ethic which is a good thing and a bad thing he was grinding you at eight years yeah, old but yeah, yeah. talk about the positives working with family uh, they're 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 endless honestly there there is um, I learned I was able to learn a lot from my dad like I said very early on um, the the hard work ethic um, how to successfully run a business you know and um, I've just been able to absorb so much with um, not only business but like the construction aspect of things um, you know he started out uh, his family owned a home center in brick in the building that we used to play basketball next to. Um, and it was like a mini Home Depot. You know, they, they, they sold hardware. They sold paint. They sold coal. You know, coal was... That was your was, grandparents? That was, uh, yeah, it was my grandfather's business. Um, and my dad lost his father very young at 17 years old. Or, that you know, sucks. 17 or 18, right? So worst thing that could happen at that age. And he was forced to go to work. He was the you know the owner of that business by default instantly you know and so um this is just he he's been running businesses since he was seven, 17 he's 66 now you know so he he has a lot of experience and i don't think you build the type of business that we have with the amount of investment that we have if you don't know your shit, right so like we may butt heads i may have a new way of doing things you know, he may think my way is fucking stupid or, you know, I may think his way is stupid. But at the end of the day, he's built a very successful business. And um, hey, you guys have a a pretty big business and you're yeah, super we humble a, and don't talk about it. But you're multiple we have, we seven have great, figures. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we have a, a very successful business. And, um, you know, I'm I'm very much looking at it from like I'm ready to take it, you know, and and do things more my way um and i i think that he respects that you know some you know some days i think he thinks that some days i'm like ah this isn't gonna work you know but um i, I i've been able to learn a lot from him and like i said earlier you know i i, I always hoped to be able to absorb like a fraction of what you know he knew and and learned and uh i think i've done that and uh you know i, I will give myself the credit in the fact that i i've been able to do that absorb a lot of his knowledge and then tweak it to to how i want to maybe do things or how i see it um because i think we we both see things different but i i you know 
I know a lot of father-son teams who cannot literally work together, and they probably are no longer father-son teams. You know, they 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 can't. What was that bike show? Orange County Choppers. Oh, dude, it's, those guys it's, suit each other, hate each other. Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy the shit that you see, and and I you know I knew contract you know we every now and then we'll build a house you know and, and that's like a fun project for us like we'll, we'll we'll build a spec house um and i think it's really fun for him because he he went from owning a home center to then doing remodeling and decks and additions and new construction and um and then that all morphed into you know starting to do custom cabinetry in 85 and so, so well, I'm, I'm interrupting but we're getting off track yeah give me two good things though that you take away from a family business, a father-son team? Uh, well, the first I think is if you if you can work together, you can learn a lot from the previous generation, right? So, you know, I've been able to learn a lot from the first generation, you know? Um, I unfortunately never got to meet my grandfather by a long shot, you know? So I didn't get to see his work ethic, um, but I've seen my dad's from the start obviously and you know so I, I learned from that and and secondly I think um, it, it can be really rewarding you know like I, I look forward to and, and and even now I hope that my dad sees what I'm doing the effort I'm putting into it and again a lot of times I'm like oh, he doesn't fucking see this you know but I, I think they do it's, yeah they do they do and 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 I think they're just very shy to let you know that quick, quick know. example jim ortenzio he's actually a, a senior partner of mine in my business and i don't actually like to give him too much credit um but he actually is a very intelligent guy um him and his partner mike marino and vic miro they've run a, a huge successful practice and jim always talks about how his dad essentially you know thinks that he's not not doing the numbers that he's doing. Yeah. And Jim will never tell him, uh, but he was always very difficult on him. And I think that that was that old school mentality where it yeah, was like, absolutely. you know, grind, 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 and you're looking to take the torch and do it differently. But they still think in order for you to be successful, they got to make it hard on you. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you're used to it. And I, I do believe there's something to that. Oh, I agree. I agree. I I, you know, I think it's it's... It's tough know, leadership. Point blank, I think there's a lot of soft fucking people out there right now. And a lot of because, soft people. Because they, they have not gone through hard times or they haven't been taught like, hey, sh shit's going to hit the fan eventually. At some point, shit's going to hit the fan and and they're just not hardened enough to deal with it, you know. And that generation has been through a lot of shit. You know, they've been through multiple recessions. They've been through uh, losing parents. They've been through, you know, taking care whatever, of divorces, whatever yeah. it is, taking care of parents. And so I... I I just think there's a lot of value in that, um, and these these kids, these grown-up people who are soft, fucking people, are, are just not equipped to deal with that. And I think that comes from lack of being able to absorb something from a from an older generation. Around you. you know, yeah, and yeah. and you know, my dad was hard as hell on us when we were growing up. You know, very very strict, very by the book, and I was never by the book. I still am not by the book to this day. Um, you know, but but that instilled a certain you know dynamic within myself. And, yeah, you didn't and it, realize it built the subconscious. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I don't deal with I I don't take shit I should say from from certain things and 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 I'm able to decipher like hey I'm I can deal with this I'm gonna be a little bit more mellow about it or like no fuck you I'm I'm 
I'm moving on. I'm done. I'm, I'm, you know, we're, we're good. Yep. We're good here. You know, so yeah, the, if the family business is, is, has been very good to you guys and, um, you know, something I want to touch on, maybe we can get to in a few minutes, is is how you succeed that business. It's very hard to pass a successful business from one generation, at least a small business, to the next. We're not, yeah. you know, Home Depot. We're not Lowe's. You're still a small business. Whether right. you do multiple seven figures or not, you're not in the billion-dollar range, and it's very difficult to pass that down, and we'll touch on that in a minute. But talking about family, I want to stay on that topic. I don't think that a lot of guys like myself, you, AJ, and other guys around us that are hustling and putting in 60, 70 hours a week sometimes, maybe even more, how difficult it is to juggle getting the time in as a dad and as a husband. Yeah. Elaborate down on that a little bit. It's tough, man. You know, I, uh, you, you hear uh, AJ when he, when he had his... Uh, fireside chat you know it's he's he's working sometimes he doesn't go to sleep you know and um i think a lot of people like to brag about that and make you think that they're busy make you think they're working like oh i was up till four yeah we were up till four watching fucking partying you know know, whatever you were doing you know you maybe checked an email and you said that you were working but you know the the guys that are able to say hey i'm gonna take off and i'm gonna deal with i'm gonna hang out with my wife today or i'm gonna hang out with my daughter or whatever it is um they did that the night before, you know, they, they worked until four o'clock or they, or they didn't go to sleep at all, you know, so that they can, uh, say, Hey, fuck it. I'm taking off. It's a really nice day. Or to go uh, fishing or, or to go fishing. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm willing to do all those things. I'm, I'm willing to do that. Um, but watching, you know, our, our, our kids are very, very close right now. Um, and watching them grow up is, is just the best. And, yeah. and I don't ever want to miss any of that. And, and honestly, like, you know, However much money I'm making, or or however much business there is to be done, it's all irrelevant if you miss that. We're right? all motivated. Yeah, we're, I'm I'm we, motivated to to give my wife and daughter good life the best style. life, you know, that we can that we can have. And you know, I I think it's very easy to say I'm going to work seven days a week because going to, at the end of the day, like going to work, it's not that hard, right? You know, you, you if you like what you do, you're you're going there and and you're like, all right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get this bid out, or I'm gonna put this deal together with another client, or I'm gonna I'm gonna sell another acupuncture, uh, you know, class, and 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 so those things are very motivating, and it's easy to say, all right, I'm gonna do this, do this. It's not easy to say, all right, I'm stepping back from that for a day, it's very or, or hard. half a day, you know, especially it's when hard. you're driven, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard because you're driven, and it's hard because all that shit starts to pile up, right? So if you go a day, like when 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 we go offshore, right? I don't get emails, texts, nothing. It's the best thing in the world. No calls, nothing. If I want to get a hold of you, I'm getting a hold of you, and that's Sat it. Phone. Sat phone, and you know I come back and there's you know 60 emails that have to be answered, or there's there's a bunch of texts, and and you know it's like that. So you have to be prepared to like make up for that somewhere. Yep. You know, but you you I'm going to jump ahead, but you do an excellent job at being a dad. You do an excellent job at at being a husband, and although you could probably spend the whole podcast or fireside chat talking about how great your wife is Kelsey <laughs> absolutely um, good yeah I, I want to move on and yeah. I want to talk about your vision of your three-year vision your five-year vision eventually your dad taking a back seat maybe totally the old man being able to retire and relax I don't know if he ever actually can but I don't know. what does your vision look like for diversified fixtures um well I hope 
I hope he does start to relax. You know, he's he's busted his ass for a very, very long time, uh, and there's there's no one that could take that away from him. You know, regardless of whether they agree with him or not agree with him, um, he has busted his ass and continues to do so to this day. And I, I you know, I said it earlier, I'm a big proponent of work very hard and play very hard. He needs to start backing off. You know, he, he's worked a lot. Um, I want to see him go enjoy the warm winters in Florida uh, with his girlfriend or, you know, um, other members of our family. I, I, I want him to enjoy his granddaughter a lot. Um, you know, I, I, I did not have grandparents growing up. You know, uh, I, ha I had um, a grandfather on my mom's side who lived in Oregon. I didn't see him more than, you know, a handful of times. Um, and my dad's dad obviously died you know, way before I was even a thought, and his mom passed away, I think, when I was about two, so I really, now, having a daughter who's two years old, I want her to have a relationship, a strong relationship with... You want him to dive in with that type of energy yeah. into her. I want him to say, you know what, I'm Leave taking work. off. I'm going to take Phil's off. Phil's got it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So give me the vision of that. But outside of your dad, give me the vision of what diversified fixture looks like from an internal standpoint, from a sales standpoint and, and the projection of where yeah, you so want to go. I think we, I think we just build on positivity. I'm not a, I'm not a person that focuses on negative. You know, if we have a problem, I'm always the guy in the office saying, all right, we have a problem. We know that let's fucking solve it. You know, let's not keep talking about the problem. Let's not keep saying, oh, this sucks. This is, there's no way to get around this. Like, stop telling me, no, we can't, or this is really tough. Like, we know that we've gotten past that. Like, let's get past that. And Let's find a solution. Let's, 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 let's solve the problem, you know. Um, it's no, no, no problems. There's only solutions, you know. Yeah, um, so I think I want to instill a very positive uh, culture. atmosphere, culture within the company. Um, I want everybody to know that they are appreciated. Um, you know, having 25 employees is challenging. You know, it's challenging for any business, whether you're in, uh, you know, finance or you're you're in real estate, whatever it is. If you have 25 employees, you're dealing with 25 different personalities. So you want the you culture know? to be positive. I want the culture to be positive. You want the I people want, to know you care. Yeah, I want. I I think that's big because I think, you know, your your team needs to know that you value them, right? And, because, and you do. And 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 I and I think they I know, know that. you do, and, and I hope it, they know you do. Yeah, but I, I want to so get too. to the juicy stuff. I want to get to, where's Phil's big vision? Revenue-wise, companies you want to deal with and target, places you want to play in in the sandbox. I, don't, I, I, you know, it's. I spend a lot of time, like when I first got into like the office, saying, "Oh, I'm going to go after like, uh, you know, the Nikes of the world. I want to do their displays. I want to go after the Under Armors. I'd go in the Dicks and I'd see like the tables and shit, and I and I wanted to do that. And then and then, I, I started to develop relationships with contractors of all sizes, right? So general contractors are a big part of our our client base um, and we deal with guys who are doing hundreds of millions of dollars a year to guys that are doing you know 50 to 80 million dollars a year as as a GC those are you know those are good numbers so I don't necessarily focus on one particular client although with Jersey Mike's I would go in to get Jersey Mike subs all the time and I'm like I gotta fucking do their work right I, I gotta do their work I had meetings with them and I'm like one day I need to get their work and, and finally you know six or seven years ago I started doing their work um, but aside from that, like, you just I picked up another Jersey Mike's GC guy, yeah, right? Yeah, just picked up a great, you know, hopefully a great client out, you know, out Western Pennsylvania. Um, you know, we're all over the country, so there's no, there's no one client that necessarily is a target of mine. I just want to have a, a, 
a, a good amount of good clients. So give know? me a big target gross number revenue that you feel you can live the lifestyle you want to live with your family. You can pay the guys that work hard for you, good incentives and good pay and good benefits. Give I mean, me a top line number you want to chase down. I think a realistic number would be somewhere between like five to eight million dollars a year, you know, in revenue. Um, and I, I think that we can do that with the facility we have. And, you know, obviously we need more staff um, to accomplish that. But, you know, we, we, we can get a job that's $5,000 or we can get a job that's $600,000. So you can see how the numbers will work. Yeah, um, of course. And I would like to do more high-end residential stuff. But we're 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 so well rooted in the commercial world, um, and I enjoy that. You know, I like being out on big job sites. I like being out on, uh, you know, seeing how the rest of the buildings are coming together. Um, I like that one of our niche markets is uh, medical. You know, like a lot of guys don't do that. They can't handle it. Their product can't handle it. Um, so I think those numbers can work. Um, you know, maybe we need more space, or we need. We need a staff of you know 35, 40 guys, um, but I think realistically, I think that you know within three years, like why can't we do five million? How do you think you, you know? accomplish that? I, I think we have to have um, targeted. Uh, we have to have a good sales force, right? And we and we have a, a great sales guy now who's making some good opportunities um, for us, and we we had a lot of really big opportunities in. 2000 in early 2020 which totally went to shit when covid hit um you know but we we we've been rebounding from that so i think between him and i and um you know a couple other uh clients that become like like jersey mike's like i'm getting other jobs out of these gcs now because they we've done a good job other. for them um you know so like we're not only doing jersey mice we're doing uh vet clinics we're doing uh corporate spaces you know so like it's targeting those things and, and finding a way in through something else. And, and one thing is um, that I'm very confident in is, is our reputation. So we have a lot of repetitive business. We have a lot of referral business. And those referrals all add up. You're, you're big on referrals, right? So um, I think that they are very valuable. You hear that out there, clients? And, and I need some referrals. It's, it's, it's huge. It really is huge. And I learned that in a year-long sales training that I went to, and it was all referral-based. You got to get referrals. You got to get yeah, referrals. Yeah, word of mouth and, is and, everything. And it's, it's so true, and, and our reputation in the industry is is very strong. So I, I want to that that that's all awesome, by the way, too. I want to spin into some some fun talk. You know, circling back to the kid that was struggling in school, hated you know the the education system. You know, saw all his his smart friends going to college and i don't hate on anybody that went to college no not at all aj sal a ton of the guys in our circle yeah. that they all went to good schools and, yep. and did very well and and are doing exceptionally now but think about how reckless we were oh my god when we were younger <laughs> oh my god like yeah man how, how wild i mean i didn't even drink I didn't drink when I yeah, was younger. Yeah, you were like straight edge. Yeah, I, was, I didn't. I didn't drink when I was younger. And me, my, my group of friends, we were, you know, we would we would go to parties and we'd be all jacked up on fucking Red Bull or something, you know. And people would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with these kids?" You know, we're jumping off of roofs and in the into pools and shit. And um, but it was fun, you know. It taught you that you, you you could play hard. And I still to this day do the same, you know, 
within reason now, but you know, we, we, we still have fun. We, we get reckless on the weekends and you know. Like two it, Sundays ago before my vacation, we started drinking OJ and vodka. We, we went to breakfast and we're, we're back here drinking and I'm like, oh my God. It was like was 11 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I went home and I mean, the whole time I'm telling my wife, I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk. I'm like, Ryan got me fucked up, you know. <laughs> Bullshit, she made the last drink. Don't blame yeah. that on me. You know, so. I, that's, that's why I do fireside chat with a couple beers and people. Yeah. Because there's so many people that are so uptight, and I got to drive the particular car, and I have to have the watch, yeah. and I have to be buttoned up. I, I, I hate that shit, and it drives me absolutely insane because you could be a regular dude because I, I told a lot of my Burke friends for years, I'm like, hey, guys, you know how we get real like crazy and wasted at times, right, when we have time on the weekend? Guess what? The people who are really wealthy... They do the same. They do the same thing and worse. And yeah. Sometimes they do it during the week. Yeah, and they spend more money doing it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I. I. I you know. I think my I keep my circle very tight, um, but my my core group of people understand that like, you can work really fucking hard. You can be really successful, but at the at 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 the end of a Friday, like you just want to say fuck it, right? Yeah. And, and, I don't want to deal with it. And you want to let loose, and, and we do that a lot. We're, we're you know. Um, we're, we're we're definitely we're, way more calm. We're way more calm. Of course, we're, you know we're in our mid thirties now. And plus, you you're a captain. Calmer. We're we're on the boat. You know. As yeah, yeah. Captain I got, Phil, I, I can't drink now. You know, on the boat. But you know, it's it, it's it's important to have that. And and I think also like we we were able to learn a lot from that shit. You know, like we weren't we weren't focused on a college finding out that we look we bad. Now again, skills. we didn't have social media, which was fantastic. But we but we had fun and you know what? There's I don't I don't regret any of that shit. You know, like we, we had a great time um and and I think it honestly shaped a lot of us into into the people that we are now and, and the dads that we are. I mean look at us dude we have a great time with our kids. Like I yeah. see I see guys that like tribe. Yeah, I see guys that don't do shit with their kids or, or they're afraid to have fun or they're like, oh I'm a dad, I can't be I gotta be serious. Like fuck that. Look Get out, let loose. Well, Tuesday was Colton, or Monday was Colton's actual birthday, and yeah, Kelsey had to go, you know, yeah. train at Basque over there. Yeah, she was teaching at Basque. Yoga, and, uh, and you took Charlie out by yourself with Kelly and I with Colton. Yeah, and uh, you just take it in stride, man. You, yep. you know, yeah, we we believe in having our kids out and being social, and yeah, yeah, you, it, it, it you have to. You work so hard to to get that right, yeah. you know. So, um, break is needed too, though. Break is needed. Break is needed. Yep. So, a new tradition starting this episode is my guests, whether they like it or not, have to have a little bit of bourbon with me. So this is Jefferson Ocean. Quick story about Jefferson Ocean. Someone was on a fishing boat, realized that their bourbon crystallized. It tasted more vanilla, caramelized, whatever it may have been. So they have these ships that go around the world, they go through different climates, they have the barrels expand and contract, pulling in the airs in a different climate. So this Jefferson Ocean, I think, is Voyage 18. Um, I like it, I like so it. It's a new Based tradition. on the sea. Cheers. Cheers. Um, I also want to end this with two questions. Shoot. What is your best advice? What is the thing that you think a young entrepreneur should zone in on? Something for the young entrepreneur, run with it however you want to attack it. <sighs> Something for the young entrepreneur. I think um, if they have a vision on something that they can do or are interested in, 
they have to go for it, right? I think that's the biggest thing. I think the, I think you just have to go for it, whether it's saying I'm not going to go to school and I'm going to go and I'm going to pursue this vision that I have, whatever that business may be. But I think that's what you did. You know, I think to some degree, while I didn't start the business, I I took a full leap into it. You know, um, and you definitely have a different vision for that business. Or, yeah, too. yeah, I have a different vision for it. Um, not that the not that the current vision or previous vision was bad, but yeah, I, you know, I think it's just natural to have you know my own vision for it. Um, but I think they have to know their worth within within that, right? So they have to know that they have some kind of worth to it, and I think that's something that you know, like I sometimes struggle with because not that I struggle with it, but just like you know, I guess maybe I'm not aware of it. Second all nature the time. to it's you. Second, it's just doing. there, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I think they have to just have some say, fuck that what the with. outside people are saying to them. Like, you know, anybody who is saying, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. No, you don't have to fucking do anything. Just do what you want to do. People, and, and, people hate on me for yeah, loving man. them and they call me a never Trumper. <laughs> but Trump says all the time, embrace being an outsider. Yep. Love, hate, whatever you think of yep. that guy. It's not a politics. That guy is 1,000% an outsider, and he's had yeah. a tremendous amount of success. Yeah. So I think and, that's great advice. And, and I think they have. To, I think you, you have to go into it with the goal to be a respected leader. You know, you, you don't want to. You don't want to have employees or clients hate who you are or not have respect for you. Like you, you have to earn that respect. Respect is not given. Yeah. You, know, you, you have to earn that respect. I think that's no like no matter a, what you do. I think it's like a lost thought process. It is. In young it people. Is. They're just entitled. They yeah. think that they're entitled to, you know, they think that they don't need to give you respect. Myself included sometimes. I'm, I'm pretty hard-headed and I have a vision and I, and I chase it, but you still need to respect those those people around you that yeah. you're looking at, you know, yeah. have them believe in you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's great advice. My second question, local business owners, like we're talking Point Pleasant or Brick or Spring Lake or Brielle, Give me two business owners and then a quick synopsis of why you want to mention their names and, and, and what you love about their business. So immediate, immediate location in point, uh, I would say Colonial Ranch. Uh, you, you and I both know Brandon. Love um, those guys. That dude hustles. They, they have the best food, I think, in, you know, in the area. Um, you know, we, we still have to do our tomahawk, and Brandon, we're coming for you for that recipe. But, um, you know, we, we, uh, he, he's that's another family business, you know, and, and you know, he's dealing with it on the retail side, which dealing with, with uh, you know, customers every day is, is not easy, you know. So I think uh, Colonial, and I'm gonna have to say uh, Advanced Air Duct uh, Cleaning, uh, who is yeah, your cousin, uh, yeah, my cousin, yeah, uh, Billy. Billy uh, again, second generation. Um, they did our house. The kids that showed up were so respectful, so professional. Yeah, yeah. They, and they were like letting my son bother them the whole time. You yeah, know, great company. The, the whole family's great. Yeah, again, it's it's they they focus on their quality and their customer service. You know, they they don't they don't cheap out. They're you know they're they're like us. They're not trying to be the cheapest on the block all the time, but they're always striving to be the highest quality, highest service. Um, and, and I want to drill. I want to drill down on that more, real quick though, just to hop back yeah. to Colonial. 
Brandon, Billy, I don't know all their names. There's a bunch of siblings, but they lost their father young. Yep. I, I don't, you know, forgive me, guys, if I don't know. I think it was maybe a heart attack or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. They lost their dad young. And uh, they were thrown a business in their lap that, in my eyes, you know, is a, is a pretty big business. Hell yeah, it's and a it, big and business. And it's super yeah. demanding. And you're working on the weekends. You're working on the holidays. Quick story about Brandon, <clears throat> just to give these guys a commercial. My in-laws were down for Thanksgiving. You know, I, I, I cooked the turkey a certain way with my parents and my in-laws. Um, not my in-laws, my, my aunts and uncles. And that was the way I, I thought about Thanksgiving. Kelly and her family did it a different way. So we ordered two different turkeys. Long story short, we pick it up. The turkey was wrong. Brandon drove over yeah. like at like 8 o'clock at night, the night before Thanksgiving, and brought us a separate turkey and didn't allow us to give the other one back, which yeah. we ended up donating. Yeah. Um, that's the type of dedication those siblings have to that business succeeding. And that stuff goes overlooked, but like that's super impressive to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's done this uh, similar with me. You know, I, I, I go, we host Thanksgiving every year and we have, I think we're up to like 26 people at our house. Uh, we do all the cooking. Uh, I love doing a turkey. And I, every year I order the biggest turkey I can get. And every year I get four pounds smaller. And then I'll be like, Ah, I need, really need a bigger turkey. And he goes through the back and sifts through hundreds of fucking turkeys, right? And, and he comes out and he's like, hey, I got a bigger turkey for you. You can have this one. And the first time that happened was two years ago. I actually had checked out, paid for my turkey, went out to my truck. And as I'm getting into my truck, out comes Brandon. Yeah, he said you took the wrong one. Running after me. He's like, hey, man, I, I found one that's a few pounds bigger. You know, this, is, this sounds so stupid. Yeah, but it's such but it's, a big it's deal. It's all part of that. And now, like... I will go to Brandon forever for a turkey. Yeah. Not only are they fucking really good, you know, and, and you know, I send Brandon pictures. I don't get meat anywhere else. I'm not even just saying that because we're no, on camera. I, I, don't I don't get either. meat anywhere. I don't either. I don't either. We, my wife goes in there every week. I go in there every week. I take my daughter in there. They give give her cookies. Yeah. Uh, you know, she Colton she has loves to go. The, Colton loves the horns. Yeah, she she goes the and cow. she goes. Uh, she goes. I want to pet the bull. So yeah. we're petting the bull. People are looking at us like, why the fuck is this guy letting his daughter touch the bull above <laughs> the meat counter? You know, but it, it, it's it's a great place. Um, Great quality food, um, and uh, yeah, we, just, we can't we, we can go on. For <laughs> yeah, another, we can go on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too much niceness to Brandon. Brandon, yeah, get yeah. us some better steak. Come on. <laughs> yeah, we need that cousin, uh, Onto your cousin's business. That air docking business to me is is something I don't think most people actually think about. Yeah. On any yeah. type of regular basis, like the dust that could be accumulating in your vents, and oh, it's crazy. You yeah. know, I was having a lot of like allergies and. After those guys came through, they sucked out our fireplace. They sprayed out all the vents. Um, great company, but I've been able to peek in just briefly since we reconnected as friends over the last two years. That family, yeah, and and you know, from an outsider looking in, you know, I'm sure like every family, no one's perfect, but great people. Yeah, small business that started with nothing. The dad. And, and and the mom starting it, and then the the sisters were involved. Your yeah. you know, yeah, your your cousin Billy. How many siblings are involved in that? Business? Uh, him and him and his sister. Two. Yeah, Teresa. So two. Yeah, um, yeah, they're they're great. They're the best. Uh, you know, Billy and I have been literally together since we were one month old, um, and we both grew up in a family business. But he grew up not really wanting to be super involved in the family business and then you know through changes in life got very involved in it and uh, he's killing it you know he's doing a great job he's, he's growing the business um i wish i got to see him more to, yeah. you know it's even but just he's talk also about a it, husband but, and but a he's, he's a husband he's got three kids yeah. you know three great kids 
kids. One of them is Back my how one of them is, is my goddaughter. It. You know, so uh, it's great. And, and again, they're 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 focused on providing the best service that they can. And uh, and he's fucking hustling. You yeah. know, he's hustling. And and uh, again, same deal. My uncle's still out at the shop yeah, working, working on, on trucks. The trucks. They maintain, he maintains all the trucks. Uh, you know, he's he, him and my dad are best friends, and and and, and they. They're both the same age and they think alike. They're just hard-nosed guys, man. They just, they don't want to quit. And, uh, you know, but yeah, great company. Billy's doing a great job. I and think then he, their name of the full name again of the company? Advanced Air Duct Cleaning. Advanced um, Air Duct Cleaning. Yeah, they, uh, and they're all over the state, you know, tri-state area probably. But they, uh, it's a great company. You Listen, know, what great. I have to notice is that you didn't try that bourbon yet. Yeah, got to give this a shot. Let's see, let's take, no, I'll take a shot. <laughs> let's, let's see, let's see. You take a little sip of that. That's good. That it's is good. Now, I'm not a big bourbon guy, but you know what? I think after the little story you gave yeah. me about it being from the sea and everything, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this, I gotta fucking better. try it. You know? <laughs> it tastes great. I'm Listen, taking this on the boat at 3 a.m. tomorrow. When don't, I'm leaving. don't do it. Don't do it, <laughs> guys. Thanks for coming by. Um, I hope you tune into the whole video. I know some of these get a little extended, but it's hard to grab someone's, you know, life story and business story in a, in a quick 25 minutes. So I appreciate you guys that have tuned in and. Uh, we have some great people coming up. The next person is very well-known, um, pretty big on social media, as well as a, a super cool story that's tied to a lot of local UFC stars and other sports figures. So um, I hope you guys tune in for all that. Thank you again. Have a good night. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming. It's great. Up. Seriously. Good time. Cheers. Thank you.